Welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Monday, July 3rd, 2017. This episode 409. I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Joined as always by my good pal, Jabby Burns. How are you today, Jab? Oh, Zach, what a Monday. Or What is today? Is today Monday? It's Monday. I mean, this is the longest uh, holiday weekend ever. I mean, the holiday's not even here, and people already burned out from such a great weekend. The weather was great here. Uh, club didn't play that great. I was out there on Saturday stealing bobbleheads from everybody. Uh, Zach Britton Day. Um, but dolls, they got the win. Yeah, you all those dolls. dolls. Yeah, dolls. You guess how many of those I have. Your dad sent me an interesting figure over the text machine on what they were fetching on the old jab bay. So that became very interesting to me, too. Um, but... Zach, great weekend uh, today, Oregon Ridge, uh, to see the fireworks the day before the 4th, the annual tradition of for our family here. And um, you're going to do your firework display down there at the old uh, Mickey Mouse party. Yes, sir. What uh, What else? Gone? Oh, Jonathan Scope made the all-star team? <laughs> your guy, Let's bury the Jonathan lead. Jonathan Scope is an all-star, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm so pumped. I was so happy to see the news yesterday. It's so well-deserved. Um, he's, he's your guy and, and I have been, uh, pushing for him to be an all-star really. I mean, for the last, uh, you know, month or so I've, I've said he's, he's the guy on the Orioles roster that deserves it. So, uh, I know you, you feel like a, a proud parent and you wrote about it on BSR. You can check that out right now. Baltimore yeah. Sports came out of my retirement. Um, so I, I, I know this is, uh, this has been your guy. So, so what's it like? I mean, it, you have been, um, pushing for scope for years. I mean, since before, you know, he <laughs> was even bets. in the big leagues and, and yeah, losing bets and have just always had faith in this guy. So, uh, he's, he's headed down my neck of the woods and, and he's, he's an all-star. So what, what has that been like, uh, when the news came out yesterday? Uh, great. I was, I was totally stoked. I actually, um, Thought he would be the only representative before I got, we got some news earlier in the day that, that was what happened. But um, two things came to mind. First of all, it shows that the lack of talent right now in this team, no offense to John, but just, just the fact that, you know, when I told Miss Burns that um, Jonathan Scope was, good, was the all-star for the Orioles, she said, it's not Manny. And I was like, have you watched this team play this year? <laughs> I mean, we go to 100 games. Um, no, Manny Machado is not on the all-star team. He will make plenty of all-stars going forward. And I have a take on that whole thing maybe during this during this. Uh, podcast here, but for John to make it, I, just listen. There's, there's, th- there's guys in that locker room that everybody talks about. Jimenez is a good guy. Adam is awesome. Everybody loves Adam. You know, Jonathan is like everybody's little brother in there. Everybody loves Jonathan, and everybody was so excited. I don't know if you saw how they told John yes. yesterday. Very good. I- I'll just let it. the one and nines know kind of the whole background real quick. Him and Bobby Dickerson, the infield coach for the Orioles are really, really close. He's been with Jonathan since he was 16, knew a lot about him as he was coming up. John was obviously signed as a free agent back in 2008. Is that what I wrote, Zach? I think it was 2008. Um, yeah. So he he's just been with him forever. So he's in the um, Orioles like parking area really early. John's coming in for early. Dickerson usually doesn't get there that early. All of a sudden, Dickerson's there, and Dick and John looks at Dickerson like, "What, what are you, what are you doing here so early?" He's like, "Ah, oh, gotta gotta meet with we gotta meet with the skip." And uh, he, and first thing John says, as as just like a kid would, "What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong?" Like he <laughs> thinks he's in trouble. They set this whole thing up. They set him into Buck's office, and it's him, it's Dickerson, it's Buck, 
And they, you know, they had this look on his face. And then he, one guy says to each other, you tell him, no, you tell him, no, you tell him. And finally Buck tells him. And I guess John just lost it and was just really, really, you know, over overcome with joy. And that's what you want to see when your first all-star appearance for a guy who's well-deserved this year with the numbers that he's put up on this Orioles team, this offensive minded Orioles team, a, a guy now, Zach, who's hitting third in the Orioles lineup now. Yeah. And, and that's not just because, you know, maybe if Davis was on, you know, healthy and, and Manny's having a different year, I'm not sure that's the case, but right now, John, Jonathan's their best, hit, best hitter and overall probably their best player and is well-deserving to go to the All-Star game. And for that, John, I give you a huge clap. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And and what what a year it's been. I know, um, you know, it's, it's kind of been uh, a, a tough year around Jonathan Scope, right, the rest of the Orioles roster. And, yep. and um, you know, and, and in some instances, we've looked back at some Orioles teams who have had one All-Star and, and said, "Wow, how how did that guy get to be there?" That that's not the case with Scope. This is this has been a year in which this guy d- deserves uh, this honor. It's 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 more about what he's done and and less about the fact that every team uh, has to have a representative. You know, I mean, he's he's hitting close to three hundred at, at two ninety seven, um, which we we knew he was capable of, and we knew he's capable of uh, the power that he's displayed. He hit twenty five home runs last year. Uh, he's got sixteen right now. Um, but what's really impressed me, Jab, has been the the uh, improvements that he's made in the plate discipline category, right? And this mm-hmm. is something that has often been criticized about Scope's game. Um, we've said, you know, he can really take his game to the next level uh, if he proves that, that he can be a little bit more disciplined at the plate. And, and he's, I, I'm so impressed with the strides that he's made this year. Look, he had a, he had a 298 on base percentage last year. Okay, 298. It's up to 352 this year. I mean, that's an amazing step for a guy to take over a year span. Um, just and and you know, with that improvement alone, I feel like he's uh, he's worthy of the trip uh, down to Miami to to uh, be honored as an All Star. So, congratulations and and what an awesome improvement and what an important piece he's been in a year that's been full of inconsistencies. Uh, you you can absolutely depend on Jonathan Scope day in and day out on this team. Yep, and he's somebody that again I'll go back to being a teammate. How people just root for this guy and want this guy to do well, and you see how much fun he has playing the game too. I, I was listening to Molesky. It was yesterday in the pregame show, something like that, and it was something he brought up that kind of stuck with me a little bit. And he said, you know, I wish Manny you know, talking about Manny Machado would play with as much enthusiasm, as much fun as it looks like John is right now, at least, you know what I mean? Like Manny's known to have some fun when they're together and maybe Manny gets back to that. I think right now there's a lot of things going on in his head, um, let alone what's going on in the baseball field. I think there's other things that are off the field that are, that are making it, whether it's the contract, whether it's where he's going to be in a couple years, whether it's, you know, just personal stuff, the stuff goes on. It, it happens in everybody's life there. These guys aren't robots, but it, it is interesting to see that no matter what John, John seems to have fun playing baseball. He enjoys it. I think he doesn't take this game for granted. I think every day he works to get better. And I'm glad you brought up that because I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just this, you know, you know, scope colored glasses guy. But I feel like Zach, he's made strides in every, every facet of his game since he, you know, got onto the scene here with the Orioles. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think, you know, you talk about that that workload and and uh, and how important it is for him to improve, and um, and that's why you know news like this yesterday is, uh, is is just so cool and so important and so fun to see because um, the numbers are there, 
and 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 he's deserving when you when you look at uh, you know guys in his position, right? I mean, there's there's nobody um, nobody's going to argue that he's not deserving. But no. it's it's nice to see somebody get uh, rewarded for putting in the work and and it paying off. You know, I mean, this is a, a classic case of that. It's it's been well earned and and well deserved for him. And especially think about a position within the American League that we talked about a you know a couple of years when I've been trying to jump on the table to get him in the All Star game in pre- previous years, Zach. But you got to talk about obviously Altuve is at the top of the list, best second baseman in the American League right now. I think it's not really even that close. But to think about a guy like Robinson Cano not in the All Star game, Russell Odor not in the All Star game. You talk about old guys, old, old guys, but guys that you know are usually mainstays in this in this thing. Whether it's Kinsler, whether it's Pedroia, um, I think Starling Starling Castro's had a really good year too. And I obviously he made the team, um, but you just start looking at that's a position of so much strength, as Dan Duquette would call our pitching. You know, you, you're basically you're you're kind of picking from teams. Now, I'm not saying that the Orioles they pick scope just because of that, and and you know you have to pick a guy and he's your best guy. I, I think that's what happened. <clears throat> From what I heard too, Zach, and I mentioned this to you yesterday, they asked, meaning that Major League Baseball asked about Brock. They asked about Bundy because I guess those were two guys when you, when you start talking about filling positions, um, needing a player from a team, um, you know, you could look at them. We we basically came back and said we don't want any extra, not even soft tossing on those those either one of those arms. So that's a no no. The other one that was a potential was Mancini. Um, I think he finished yeah. fifth. Overall, I think Zach in the DH category. Um, I think Corey Dickerson is well deserved after what I watched this weekend from those bashing uh, yeah. Rays. I mean, they can hit the ball, man. Um, and I hope, by the way, uh, is it Logan Morrison? Did yeah. Logan Morrison is he up for the fifth? Did oh, he make uh, it, or is I think he, I think Morrison's up for the uh, the the fans' choice or whatever? Final that, that dude's got to be in there. Yeah, I mean, he's got twenty five bombs and he hit a ball. Uh, it's still traveling. I saw on Saturday. I mean, everybody did. I mean. The water buffalo, Wilson Ramos, hit the ball into the visitors' bullpen. Let that sink in for a second. I mean, that thing was pummeled. Um, you know, but just just in general, I'm just happy to see that, that John made it. But there was others that were that were definitely thought about within the Orioles organization. So it wasn't wasn't one of those things where oh, let's just throw John a bone. John got it. He deserved it, and um, I'm happy to see him. And hey, I'd like to see him in the home run derby. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> I know you wouldn't be into that, but I think that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, but I'm and- guessing now it's going to be between Judge and uh, Stanton. I mean, just watching those two guys just just pummel balls. Oh, and I sick. know, and I know, Judge. Everybody thinks that, but I feel like this the first trip for somebody in the uh, home run derby. It just never. Um, it it's a little trickier than it, it than those oh, guys yeah. end up thinking it is. So, do you um, think it's weird Stanton made the All Star team? Uh, you look at his numbers; they're not like out of control. I understand it's in Miami, and let's just kind of throw yeah. him a bone type deal. But he got voted in. I think. I think he's a starter. Is he? I'm gonna have to look. I haven't looked as much at the uh, National well, League as I. Why, have real quick though, as you as we're talking about that, because that's kind of Taylor's one thing I wanted to talk about with Manny. You find it interesting that Manny finished fifth in voting, and yet he's having about the same kind of year that Bryce Harper had last year, Zach. Yeah. And Zach, yeah, he I was do. voted in every year. And I talked to somebody about this yesterday. I said, Manny's got to start realizing the fact that 
if he thinks he's Bryce Harper and he's getting Bryce Harper money, he's not. And it's it's something that the Orioles and other teams can look at. And I love Manny. I think Manny's a talented kid. I think Manny probably overall, I would rather have Manny Machado than Bryce Harper. Even going back to the article, Buster, my our friend Buster only um, penned um, before the season. Um, I still would do it now, even with the numbers they are. But remember, Bryce Harper is was in this exact same um situation that Manny's in last year and he finished it I think I think he was a top vote getter last year again talk about a just a polarizing guy whether you love him or not but Bryce Harper is finding himself onto these all-star teams year after year it's just basically not even thinking about it. and the fact that Manny Machado's finished finishing fifth in the you know I understand the fans don't know everything it's only a third but still Zach that's something that Manny's got to open Manny's eyes a little bit too yeah it's interesting and and there's a ton of pressure on uh, on both of these guys uh, as far as being free agents go, and I think I think a lot of people saw a disappointing year from Harper and said, "Oh well, it's a, it could, there's something going on behind the scenes. He's hurt. He's going to be fine. The guy's a star. He'll be back." Um, and continue to have faith in him. And and you know, how do they react when they see? Uh, I don't think anybody would say would argue with the fact that you could say it's a disappointing season so far for Manny Machado as well. Are they saying that he'll be back, that he's fine, that something's wrong, or are they saying, well, maybe you know, maybe he's not all he's cracked up to be? Based on the voting, I think it's probably the latter. I think that they yeah. probably think that that maybe um, you know the the best is potentially behind him. That the the good season um, is more of a fluke than than kind of what we've seen this year. I don't think that's true, but based on the voting from you know the rest of the country, perhaps they do. They they still see. Harper is a bigger star than uh, than Machado. Yeah, and you know, and that I I think he's a bigger star. I think he's a bigger face. I think he's somebody that's more polarizing. I think he again, it goes back to you know, you you either there's fifty percent people that love Harper and fifty percent people hate Harper, right? So you have enough people that actually care about you. I don't think there's enough people out there that hate Harper outside of like Boston and maybe like some Donaldson fans and things like that, <clears throat> that really care one way or another about Manny. And that's something that would get in all-star games and to become that perennial guy that just is always in there every year. a la Derek Jeter and some of the others out there, even when you're not having your best year or something that uh, I hope Manny continues, whether it's here or somewhere else, um, you know, to ascend to that, because I think he's going to come around. He had a three win homer yesterday. I thought he had some good swings on Saturday, the game I was at. And, uh, He's coming out of it a little bit. I was going to ask you about it, maybe on another podcast about it, because you wrote about it a couple of months ago that you're not worried about this slow start. At what point do we get worried about this slow start? Yeah, I think we're allowed to be at this point. I mean, the, the thing about Machado is that he's always going to have the value, um, you know, just based on his defense, right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's always going to bring uh, value there. He's, he's been worth uh, 1.4 wins. Despite having hitting 217 and and scope, you know who's been probably arguably like we have mentioned the Orioles' uh, best offensive player is worth two wins and and you know is hitting way better than Machado has hit so far this year. So um, the, all the numbers surrounding Machado uh, just they they still show me that he he should be performing better. I mean, I had a I had a, a 309 batting average on balls in play. It's 227 right now. Um, yeah. and I just, I, I keep saying that that's going to change, that it's going to improve. It, it's got nowhere to go, but North, but my goodness, I mean, it, we're, we're halfway through the year and it's, it's still at that point. So, um, I could be proven wrong the entire year saying that. So, 
No, it's fine. And do you think there's anything about this kid that, you know, a lot of people speculated with Harper last year that he was hurt, that they didn't talk about it. He was pulling off the ball. He didn't look right. Do you think, see anything from him, you know, injury-wise that maybe he's he's dealing with? I, mean, I really don't because I, I think yeah. that would impact his defense, and I haven't seen that type of impact. No. I mean, have you seen anything to suggest that? No, I, I haven't. That's what I'm trying to see. Your numbers, I, I like the, you know, I always give Fangraph guys and the seam heads out there all like a bunch of guff because I'm an old gentleman, but they're right on. I mean, I love to see those kind of numbers and, and exit velocity. And, and you talk about balls in play and what he's doing. He's hitting the ball. Now, he's have some really bad swings. I think he does trying to, he's trying to overcompensate for yeah, what's going on and trying to do yeah. too much. But, yep. um, you know, I almost think that like sometimes he's swinging at stuff that maybe Adam wouldn't even swing at. And talk about that. That's crazy talk, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've <laughs> definitely we've seen him press um, from time to time for sure. I mean, it, you you've seen that these numbers are wearing on him, uh, and understandably so. But I still think that um, you know, I I, I, st- I don't think he'd be hitting three hundred with with the type of peripherals peripherals that he's had so far. But I, I think he could be hitting a lot better than two seventeen. You know? Yeah. Um, he definitely should. It's baseball's weird, and there's you know the the you could replay this type of season with Machado a thousand times, I think, and and get much much different results. Um, but where he's at right now is two seventeen, two eighty nine, four twenty, um, compared to you know hitting close to three hundred last year with a three forty three on base. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an odd season. Uh, I did see, you know, going back to scope, that Machado said that he was welcome to stay with him down there in Miami. Yeah, that's so funny. Pretty cool. So, well, and fun. he sometimes he also said that John's been um, saying he's going to do that for for years yeah. and never ends up doing it. It'd be pretty funny if this is the year he keeps talking about, you know, staying at Manny's place. I guess Manny obviously has a place down in Miami. Let that sink in a little bit as as, as free agency begins uh, in earnest in a couple of years. But uh, I think Manny will be down there. I I. I just love the fact that all those guys, you know, obviously everybody knows about the relationship Manny has with them, but think about guys like JJ Hardy, who's been his, you know, his pair, his second, his kind of buddy there, double play combination there. Somebody that's got to be excited for him. I know Buck is through the, through the moon. Cause he just loves this kid. Great family. I've brought it up millions of times. How, John's family is just so tight and, and and he just respects this game, man. This guy was again, he was just picked up off an island, Zach, you know, basically out of nowhere by the Orioles. And look at what happened. And and uh, I can't even imagine what it's like to, to things that he had to go through from, you know, trying to let's just start with learning the language. We talk about Kim, but just think about this guy's coming into the league, learning the language, getting to know people a little bit, and then now not only himself, but his brother. What in in the Orioles organization. What a fantastic family. Got to be proud if, you, if you're the family just to know that both your boys are there. And I imagine his brother will be down there, um, you know, just to kind of enjoy it. And that's something that I love about now this All-Star break is as much as it sucks, it's a whole damn week without DraftKings. I do love the <laughs> fact that it at least gives these guys some time to enjoy it if they're playing in the game. Um, and some of these guys like the Orioles guys that, that just need to back away and just hang out a little bit and, and give them a week. I mean, it's been a grind. The Orioles have been played 100 games in a row. We talked about it. I think they had their first off day this past week um, after the Toronto series. Um, you know, so it was or before the Toronto series was the first off day. And I think it was like 20 something days in June. So they were able to do that. I, I think the team itself, I think the Friday night loss is one of those you'll look back on. That was kind of got you over, would have got you over 500, you know, you had two outs and, and the th- all the things that happened 
happened in that game, and then you end up losing it in there. And then I knew Saturday we were just in big trouble when Bundy gave up three in the yeah. first, and his velocity was down a little bit. The one thing I will say, we could do a whole Bundy podcast as well, but this is a fun day. But I'm going to tell you this, Zach, got some news. I don't see Bundy going over that threshold of 200 innings that we talked about um, before the season, Zach. So expect Bundy to start getting some skip starts here and there. I think yeah, the Orioles are in that mode. That, right? I mean, yeah. we kind of we kind of knew that was. Uh, but it was out of nowhere uh, for us. I thought. Well, I you know they they said that the what the shackles were off, right? That he was, <laughs> he was he, he's two years removed from Tommy John. Let's go. He's good to go. But look, who, how many Orioles starters throw more than than two hundred anyway? <laughs> I mean, true. being being truthful, like yeah, how many of them do? That's you know? because they're out in the fourth. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. Look at their pitches, though. Seriously. So, uh, you know, oh, by the way, speaking of pitching. Let's give it a, cl- a shout out. Our boy Kevin Gossman's pitched pretty damn good the last Kevin couple Gossman starts. Has. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to. And and look, I'm looking at Orioles last year. Uh Orioles starters last year. So you know who led them in innings pitched? Yeah, uh, Gallardo. Oh, no, it was Kevin Gossman. You know how many nice. innings he had? Two hundred. Yeah, hundred and seventy nine. So. Oh Jesus. So yeah, I mean unless they're adding ten games to the schedule, uh I don't see how Dylan Bunny's gonna hit two hundred innings anyway. So um that's fine. That that's a fine threshold to have. No, yeah, I'm okay no. with it. Yeah, that's cool with me too. But uh, this one's all about John. Yep. Well deserved, John. We're uh, we're gonna be watching. Obviously, we. You know, it's funny too. The, talking to the same guy yesterday, Zach, and he said, "Think about this too. We've had at least five guys go to the All Star game in the last. I mean, we were used. The Orioles are used to sending guys to the All Star game. I mean, Matt was no, a mainstay for years, it? and Manny, we thought would always be in there, and Chris was making All Star games, and. Um, you know, you just start kind of going down the line. Trumbo made the all-star team last year, like 24, 25 bombs at the break. Um, so you had all these guys and Trumbo, by the way, if you remember, Trumbo had a fantastic home run derby there too, in San Diego last year when Gene Carlos went absolutely monkey. So I, I listen, I love the all-star game. It's something I, I always say it's my favorite, um, all-star one of all of them. Um, I love the pageantry. Me and my son will watch the home run derby. Um, I got to get a feel for Jackson's new favorite ballpark too. And your favorite (laughs) ballpark down there. I've I've got a bad taste in my mouth, but I'm going to just try to get with it. It opened my eyes a little bit and, um, you know, just enjoy it because it it will be fun, but we still got a week of baseball left, Zach, and we still got to find our way in the Midwest. We're we're in uh, Miller park today. The birds are Wade Miley on the bump against a pitcher that's brought up by the Milwaukee Brewers. This will be his, uh, officially first start, um, of his career. The Orioles need to put some put some runners together, get some runs here in Miller Park. The, somehow the Brewers are leading the NL Central. That's I don't think that'll happen for uh, for you know the whole year, but they have been a lot better than people think. They can mash. Um, hopefully the Orioles can get a couple, two or three there, go into Minnesota to take care of business. And in the first half, with just at least a little bit of hope, or Zach, do you want the contrary? Just get pummeled this week so that we can be in full blown sell mode. I don't know. I want to. I, but I you heard Dan over the weekend. Now. He's buying, baby. It's wet. Yeah. I mean, you knew he was going to buy anyway. <laughs> What's he going to buy with? Not, well. Bitcoin? <laughs> I don't you know. see that? They're taking Bitcoin now up in New York, uh, private schools up in uh, New York. What is going on? It. I should have bought some stock. Oh, that's it. That's so all I got. That's all I got to buy with. Oh, oh well, but you know what? I would listen. That's if you want to talk about a guy who maybe now is is uh, you might want to talk about that extension. Maybe Machado gets moved to the back burner. It's time to get number six in extension. <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's my hot take today, brother. Well, congratulations <laughs> to uh, to Jonathan Scope. I was I was thrilled to see the news. Uh, yep. Very well deserved. Your guy. I was super yep. pumped for it. So 
Uh, yeah, he brought me out of the re- retirement to write a blog, for God's sake. I love it. I love I it. forgot yeah, how to use the keyboard. Me too. What, what does everybody think, uh, you know, about, uh, the, first of all, just watching one Orioles All-Star? What do, you, what do you think about that? Is there anybody that's missing, right? Any, anybody you think that uh, was snubbed a little bit more, more deserved? I don't know. I want to hear from you. Uh, Jackson Jackson had a good hot take when he was with us. So He uh, did, and he got a lot of run at the uh, game I was at on Saturday. There's people, Zach, that are coming out of the trees to tell me they listen to this podcast. And I turned my head around, and I said, to our podcast? And they're like, oh, my God, yeah, you you and Zach, you guys are great. Jackson was awesome. And I was like, you know what? You're right. He was really good. He, he really awesome. knows his stuff. And I was like, yeah, he does. Me and Zach have done 400 and some of these, but it's no biggie. But, but No, I was happy to hear it. It was good. We got some new female listeners in the mix, too. Nice. That's something that we awesome. need to get in the mix a little bit more. I know uh, the, the lovely Miss Wilt listened. Uh, Miss Burns were listening. And a couple of ladies I talked to the, this weekend said the same thing. So we're getting some traction, Zach. So we're just not talking to these microphones. The one of nines, though. You're our core. You, you know, you know what I mean. You got to have your base, kind of right. like I'm smoking some meat. Yeah, my base right now with my charcoal. That's my base. That's our one and nine. The meat in the inside, though, huh, those are the new people that are coming out. Hopefully, hopefully we're gonna have that. So um, that's what I love. I love that we're getting some new traction. Enjoy that you guys are listening to the program and keep uh, hitting us up because I know Jackson was pining for uh william uh, beef castillo to get in the mix there wellington did not get in the mix there yeah. um i think he could use the the break as well he's had some inter- interesting injuries this um you know the first half of the year too so hopefully we'll take care of business zach and um you know just see what it goes going into the all-star break but uh jonathan scope i am proud of you son yes absolutely congratulations john well jabby burns always good talking to you my friend you too, pal. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your Monday and your 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. We'll talk to you again soon.